Welcome to the Scale Up Valley podcast, where we bring the best of the best to help you scale from 1 million to 1 trillion. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Alex Gu, the director at Page Group China. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. Uh, pleasure to be here today. Thanks for, for, for making the time. And uh, yeah, let's, let's start to get to know a little bit more about yourself. Uh, so, and how did you end joining uh, Page Group China? And, uh, and what is, uh, and, and a little bit of introduction about Page Group in China? Yeah, sure. Um, so, so firstly, uh, my, myself, um, I've, uh, I've joined uh, Page Group uh, for 10 plus years now. Uh, I joined in 2009, actually just post the uh, GFC period uh, in, in Shenzhen, uh, in, in China, um, which by then we, we were um, just a few years in mainland China. Um, but now um, we, we've really grown tremendously uh, in the past 10 years. Uh, and currently we, we are a uh, 500 plus people operation uh, now operating across five different offices uh, in, in China and uh, serving a, a large diverse range of customers in recruiting um, mid to senior talents uh, across a, a range of industries. Uh, so I'm, I myself uh, am based out of the Shenzhen office, um, which is actually being called the, the Silicon Valley of, of, of China. Uh, mirroring to, to the U.S. and uh, which is where uh, home to um, some 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 of the biggest um, tech names in China, uh, such as Huawei and, and Tencent. Um, so I myself uh, am specialized in the technology sector, um, and I've recruited um, uh, all, all, all sorts of uh, different functional level uh, managers, directors, and, and VP roles. That's that's amazing and that's uh, an amazing skill. Uh, how long has been uh, Michael Page in 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 China? So how long ago? Uh, yeah, so uh, Michael Page uh, was first established in in Hong Kong in 1994 uh, nice. and started operating in mainland China since 2003. Um, so uh, we, we've always been operating in in the Greater China region. Um, I guess you could say since, since the 90s um, right. and right now um, we, we've got um, these, these, these region plus uh, Taipei, um, which adds up as our greater China business. Got it. Got it. Sounds amazing. And have you seen a, a lot of scale during, during these years, during this 10 plus years uh, at Michael Page, or it's, it's more stable, the growth of, of the, the company there? Uh, well, China, from, from, from a group-wide perspective, we, China has been identified as, as one of the key uh, high growth markets globally for us as a group. And uh, the, 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 I guess the range uh, of, of businesses that started uh, using um, recruitment services uh, since 2009, I would say it's now completely different. Um, I still guess, uh, I still remember the days when um, we, we, we have to visit clients to tell them what, what a recruitment company does. Um, <laughs> right. And the 11th. Um, and which, I mean, by now, I, I don't think that that's, that's the case. 
Um, and equally, from, from a Canada's perspective, it, it, it's very much grown similar to the way China economy has grown. Um, so we've now got a, a, a growing um, middle class, professional class, um, where um, people are putting more and more efforts and attention on, on building a professional career. So we are recording this episode on April 15th. We are uh, living uh, a huge pandemic uh, crisis across uh, the world. So all the world is in, in lockdown. Uh, China is now transition, transitioning to a more um, working from home and uh, kind of getting out stage, so a hybrid uh, stage of um, recovering from, from the virus. So, which means that you are kind of 12 or 16 weeks ahead of the rest of the world and um, all our, our audience worldwide would love to, um, to learn from you uh, what will look like the upcoming uh, 12 weeks from your experience living it in, in China in, in, in first end. So um, how, how, how were the, the last 12, 16 weeks for you and how are things now uh, getting back to normal and what is the new normal for you? Well, yeah, I mean, certainly interesting uh, start to the year, right? Um, so, so China, to a certain extent, is it, it, first in and, and first out. Um, I, I guess yeah. uh, China-wise, we, we, we're still not completely out yet. Um, and uh, but but certainly we are, we are through the worst. Um, so so in just looking back uh, in in the past um, fifteen six weeks weeks or so in 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 the commercial landscape, um, it's certainly something that's that that's been unprecedented before. Um, we've not seen anything like this before. Um, whereby obviously people are, are literally just uh, locked out at home and, and people are, are, are not having the opportunity to actually go to work. Um, for, for us, we've started uh, working from home um, in the mid-February timeframe and uh, started to basically return to office uh, towards uh, mid-March. So, at this moment, um, all of our China uh, offices are operating as, as usual, um, and, and people are, are free to come in. And uh, you know, I would say, um, business activity is, is now coming to life, um, and, and more and more normal again. Um, with with the recent lift uh, up of Wuhan city as well. Um, where where the whole pandemic started. Um, so so I think uh, what what's really uh, happened um, is that um, business um, activity uh, stopped. Um, certainly from a recruitment perspective, um, you know people couldn't conduct interviews face to face, um, and a lot of people changed their decisions. Uh, in, in obviously taking a more cautious uh, view on, on right. making any job. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's definitely um, uh, impacted um, a lot of businesses' um, cash flow uh, in, a re in that regard. Um, but, but then also it, it is very much sector-specific, um, um, you know, where, where retail and, and what we call a lot of offline um, businesses are concerned, 
um, then they, they face even more challenges. And uh, however, they, they have found, some have found ways um, to stay in, in operation. For example, um, restaurants who, who used to um, serve uh, in, in in-room dining um, have moved to, um, you know, uh, uh, serving meals uh, uh, online. Right. Take away and um, and and in China, what what has really happened is that shift um, was happening in 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 this in the range of um, you know two to three weeks, um, and uh, and that has really helped a lot of businesses um, to to survive the worst, so to speak, um, right. and also. Um, e-commerce businesses, online retail, uh, online sales platforms um, have already opened up, um, and uh, some of these uh, uh, online um, video um, uh, shopping have, have have really happened and, and taken off as well recently. So, so, so there are um, ways, I guess, for for businesses um, to always look at. Um, what is the outcome that we want, and uh, what kind of reaction that um, as business leaders should take when when they are impacted by this? Um, and I don't think any business uh, would have prepared better in in China because you know we we were um, but I think certainly what has really come out of it is that has really accelerated. Um, a lot of companies uh, initiatives in moving digital um, and transforming themselves into into a more um, agile platform or an agile way of operating. Um, of the the new normal for for us, um, I think at, at present um, we we could see most of the, the commercial activity is now coming back. Um, obviously, export for China is a big sector that remains to be challenging, given the rest of the world is still very much in right. um, But domestic activity, um, you can see restaurants, bars, or have all largely reopened. Um, although consumer confidence is, is now the challenge, um, right. where you see quite clearly um, at lunchtime. Um, I think uh, retail tend to get quite good businesses, um, but uh, post-work, um, you know, most people would have taken the choice of going home uh, for, for a dining and then cut off um, unnecessary um, entertainment outside. Um, and any uh, massive public gathering um, is still not to be seen. So uh, I would say we, we are still in the recovering stage. Got it. And um, so the new normal nowadays when you get out uh, of home to go to office is using a mask. Uh, do you also use gloves just to give some more practical tips about what what can look like when people are coming back to to work in in the rest of the world? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, for, for China, the, the advice has always been having having face masks. I think if you now walk onto the street, uh, in Shenzhen, in, in, in most places, um, I think you, you would not see anyone that would come out without a mask. Without a mask. Uh, and uh, heavy sanitization, hand washing, temperature checks are, are, are still everywhere. 
So if you walk into a, a, a cafe, um, there, there will be somebody that, that will take the temperature and so on and so forth. Um, so so the, the, the monitoring is still very much in place um, and there are yeah. still some restrictions relating to quarantine um, between provinces, between regions, um, and the, uh, the, the local governments um, are, are all still very much staying close to what's happened um, at the moment. Got it. And what do you see, for instance, in public uh, transport? So people keep using public transports with, with the same precautions, kind of using masks and, and gloves, uh, or are people a little bit more reticent to use public transports, uh, especially tubes and um, when you have a lot of people together? Yeah, I, I, I say um, the, the, the traffic, um, the, the the amount of people um, that you can right. see taking um, public transportation is, is certainly lower. Um, and uh, I think on the on the other hand, um, traffic um, is actually to, to for some cities become worse um, because right. um, more people are using cars for commute for, for personal cars for commute. That's a good point. Um, yeah. If they could um, have the choice, um, so. Uh, I think, in, I mean, it, it really does vary. Um, I think China is probably not not a perfect example to compare like for like, given the, the population scale here. Um, but uh, I think, you know, people are more wary uh, on, on, on using public transport, certainly. Got it. Cool. So we always discuss three critical ingredients to, um, to scale in the show. Uh, number one, radical focus. Uh, number two, world-class leadership. And number three, uh, culture of execution. So uh, there are a lot of businesses that nowadays are trying to assess the risks to try to understand what is the new normal and how to adapt to this new normal. Uh, as business leaders, when there is so much uncertainty uh, to define or to redefine those priorities, it's very, very complicated. And to keep everyone motivated instead of being in panic, it's also um, a very difficult um, challenge. So how were you able to redefine priorities with your team during this uh, tough weeks um, that you have been facing in business? Yeah, so I think uh, I think there, there, are, there are two ways that, that you can look at this. Um, from, from, a, from an external point of view, um, for, for us, it was uh, a very clear move to really stay connected um, with our candidates and clients, um, although we knew very clearly um, that um, real recruitment activity is really going to come down and take a sharp dive. Um, but yeah. we um, make, make a great effort in um, still talking to people, talking to candidates. Um, and uh, I think that, that has really um, helped us in, in a way post the worst period for, for a lot of people to come back to us. Um, and, and to a certain extent, there was a, there was a business win um, out of that period where um, for us, it was very easy to just say um, there, there, there's no real business to do here, so let's just stop for a while. Um, we, we didn't really stop. Um, and I, I think that's, that has really also come out of a, a very strong mindset in that 
um, I think as, as business leaders, um, the reality is that um, no one would fare better um, if we take no action. And uh, it's always important to, to think, you know, the, what, what is the real outcome that you want coming out of this? Um, if we have the genuine belief that, you know, this will pass and, and it very much will be so, I think as China, as China has proven um, that, and, and, it, and it doesn't take uh, from a time scale, it, it's not that much of a long time. I mean, two months sounds like a long time being in lockdown or shut down. Um, but, but the reality is it, it is two and a bit months for, for, for China. Um, so, so staying connected is, is very important. Um, and the other side of it is that I think no matter what sector that you're in, um, as business leaders, I think it's very important to communicate to people where, um, to a certain extent, um, we, we need to encourage people to think, well, what could be good about this? Um, right. there, there's always two sides to, to, to adversity. Um, obviously, you know, and so on, that there, there could probably, there could be no good about that, but, um, you know, putting your lens in, in a, in a commercial way, um, you know, Strong businesses will take market share. Um, mm -hmm. People who are willing to, to put up a fight, people who are willing to, to find solutions um, will be those that come out of this stronger as that we've seen, um, you know, in, in so many, um, you know, in so much history before. And, and uh, you know, that, that's, that's kind of exactly what, what, what we've done. Um, and, um, I think this is also a critical time where teamwork is really important. Um, we've got a national leadership team uh, of about 20, 20 to 30 people. Um, and, and, and this leadership team, uh, we had um, weekly meetings, updates, and just to drill through um, any positivity, um, anything positive um, that people have done and really shouted about it and communicated. Um, and, and I think that way it really helped us to just keep everyone together. Um, because I think one, one of the, the, the real challenge for, for leadership is that you are, you are not able to meet uh, your team. Uh, you can't see each other. And as good as a, as a video technology does, I mean, it, right. it, what, what's really clear coming out of this, this situation is people will realize that, um, you know, Everything going virtual is probably not yet, let's say, the, the, the best way to go about business. Um, and, and one thing that has really is that um, I think most people uh, were, were really um, uh, uh, longing for work, uh, wanting to go to the office, um, and, and to a certain extent just wanted to, to have um, you know, life back as, as before. Got it. Yeah, we we never thought that we would be uh, very happy to commute to to work and to have this opportunity to um, to be in the office and and to meet people and to greet people and to have coffee uh, together. Such simple things that uh, we never thought that we would be unable to to do. Um, so moving to world class leadership, and you have already. Uh, touch at some of the points that a leader um, needs to be prepared for. So 
our team uh, are our mirror. So, uh, and if, if we are excited, they are excited. If we are uh, with fear, uh, they also are scared. So um, it's very important to work on ourselves uh, first. There is also something interesting that we discussed in the show several times since the, um, the pandemic crisis started, which is, uh, there, there are people that are more used to lead during war times. I'm thinking, for instance, about entrepreneurs who might be um, much more used and uh, much more enthusiastic when we are fa facing uncertainty and turbulence. And there are people that lead better during peacetime. And it's very difficult to have someone who can be so effective during wartime and peacetime simultaneously. And maybe a, a team uh, needs to be tailor-made in a different way or needs to be built in a different way for wartime and, and peacetime. Um, so what, what are your thoughts on, on the leaders uh, and on structuring teams to, to face this, um, the wartime that we are facing today? Well, I think uh, that that's um, certainly a, a, a very interesting aspect on, on, I guess, selecting the best people um, to, yeah. to to be in, uh, in in different time time zones. The, I, I think um, what what we've really done is um, to firstly to to I think to assess um, and really look at the the range of skills um, that's that's available to us. Um, certainly from, from a mid-level um, leadership perspective. Um, and uh, we, we were, um, I guess, brave enough to, to, to make um, decisions to, for us to, to, to meet new people um, to operate and, and focus on different markets. Because the reality is um, you, you will have a, a wide-serving business um, uh, for, for service companies like us um, that inevitably some uh, sectors will, will, will be more challenging than others. Um, and I think um, it, it's very easy um, for, for people to get stuck and unwilling to make any changes fast enough. Um, and that could lead other challenges. Um, and in terms of selecting the people, I think the, the, the key importance is um, from, from, from our um, belief or, or mindset, it really comes down to um, what we what we utilize oftentimes as growth mindset, what we uh, communicate yeah. a lot. Um, and I think for uh, for challenging times like this, um, there, there are only so many people um, that could draw experience from to a certain extent. Um, right. uh, I think this is the time where uh, we certainly um, have chosen or, or leveraged um, more experienced um, or mature leader who, to a certain extent, have 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 gone through similar situations before, mm -hmm. uh, and so um, really uh, communicate in a fashion that, um, I guess, to a certain extent, to those who haven't been through it, um, you know, is there a way to. To, to quickly adapt and, and adjust for, for these guys to be ready is, is that um, this could well be, you know, a, a period where an individual learns a lot and grow a lot uh, compared to, to peace times, let's say. Um, right. for, for leadership, 
um, during tough times, um, true colors come through. And, and um, people, um, you know, who, who can really lead, um, you know, teams through adverse, adversity are, are, are usually the, the stronger, um, you know, because in, in, the, in the easy times, um, you know, every, everybody could, could be quite happy. And, and I guess to a certain extent, it, it doesn't show, um, you know, so much um, how, how, how great leadership uh, can be for, for certain individuals. Nice. Yeah, so I think some of the measures and ways that, that, that we've taken to really adapt to, to the current uh, or recent challenge. Got it. Uh, something very, very interesting that we always discuss a lot in the show is that uh, sales might be the most important muscle um, to start up, but definitely uh, recruiting is the most important muscle to, um, to scale up and having the right people on the right seats is critical to, um, to scale a company. Uh, and even when we are not scaling and we are suffering and we are shrinking and we are trying to uh, survive and protect the downside, protect the revenue, so we are able to get to better times and, and scale up again. Um, any tips for the audience on the recruitment process uh, and on what to look when they are uh, searching new, new candidates or new leaders for their organizations? Uh, so, so I think um, for for periods like this, um, for, for for any business that's um, trying to look for the, the, the brighter future, um, provided that, that they're able to, to survive, you know, for, for what is essentially a a, a cash flow challenge in, right. in the range of a couple months, let's say, um, the, the key thing really is to not to lose great people. Um, and uh, at, at times like this, um, we've really focused on actually um, spending most of the time um, and effort in communicating to the guys with the best potential um, with, with the most um, and, and, and because, you know, to, to a large extent, um, if, if, if people can stay and don't leave, um, that really does bolster um, for for the future um, business, and uh, we've also, however, on the other hand, um, taken a view that there should be no passengers. Um, we've we've really looked at and drilled down on you know people's attitude, um, you know those those who are willing to to give up a fight, um, and I guess there's only so much you can do um, to carry. Um, those who, who fundamentally are either not skilled enough or, or don't have the right potential um, or just fundamentally um, are um, half-minded in, in how committed they are to, to their own career or, or company. Um, and uh, for, for, for passengers, um, you know, this is the time that I think also for, for a lot of businesses, it's, it's also a good time to really, um, you know, look at uh, that group of people and, and perhaps, um, you know, in, in true business terms, that, that's, that, that's the, the group that, uh, that will get left behind. Um, yeah. that, that's the, the reality of business. That's great. And we, we come to the last uh, ingredients, a culture of execution. Let's, let's go quicker through this one, but, um, uh, 
everyone now is excited about starting implementing the dailies and having quickly quick catch-ups uh, in the morning. Some some people are also applying having um, not only in the morning but also at the end of the day, in the beginning of the morning and of the day, so people can have as as much touch points as possible and communication is flowing as quickly as possible. Uh, teams are meeting all together uh, every week in their weekly all ends. Is there any specific ritual that is helping you to assure that everyone is engaged and everyone is happy and, and on the same page? Any specific rhythm that is working well for you? Uh, well, I think, uh, you know, beyond what you've just mentioned, I think the, the, the challenge with what you've just mentioned is that um, it all starts off pretty good. Um, people, you know, I, I wouldn't say people are happy, but to a certain extent, people are, are quite curious about, you know, how, how this would, would pan out, you know, with everybody working from home and, you know, having team meetings, um, you know, having 20 screens, uh, 20 faces on, on, on a screen on a regular basis. <laughs> we generally get quite excited about that for, for the first, say, two weeks or so. Um, but beyond that, it, it actually does get very tiring. Um, and in particular, for, for this, this is also a, a, a leadership challenge where, um, you know, the, the leaders will have to consistently, um, you know, get in touch and, and, and make extra efforts to reach out to people um, and, and connect to people. So, so I, I think, you know, looking back, what, what's really worked for us um, is... To a certain extent, I mean, people are quite used to having team meetings in, in the sense that, you know, it is one particular team having a meeting. Um, what, what we've done is that, you know, cross teams, um, cross offices, cross regions um, can, can also have meetings. Um, you know, so, so, so people are, to a certain extent, not locked into um, their own little world of, let's say, five to six or ten people. Um, and, and there are different colors and perspectives um, on, on, on their, you know, daily or weekly conversations. Um, and, and that is one, one thing we've also uh, tried is, is um, to, uh, to, to have some fun in front of the camera, for example. Um, you know, a little bit of pressing up and, and just, just some camera, um, you know, coming into the meeting differently um, right. or having a different um or having right. or, you know holding their kids a little bit it, it all helps to the mix um because i think that the reality is that um people shouldn't expect it to be the same and, and it is not the same um so so i think that that's that's also one thing that has really worked um and and the other side of things really is that um you know it is strongly advised that people um, get into the, the right routine in terms of, you know, the, the, you know, working from home space. I mean, do they have a dedicated space? Um, right. Are dressed properly? Um, you know, are, are people ready for business? Um, you know, as much as you don't have to walk into an office, um, you know, how, how disciplined um, are these individuals or, um, you know, has there been any advices or guidances given on um, to a certain level, uh, you know, what was the expectation um, for, for these individuals working from home? Um, and, and the other side of it is really, um, like you mentioned, touch points um, is, is really important. 
what, what, what we have found is a few weeks into um, WFH um, is that um, some people will start to get a little bit tired um, and get disconnected. Um, and I think um, with these individuals, it's really important to address them early. Um, and, and to a certain extent, um, you know, asking and knowing um, what people really are feeling like. Um, and, and because, you know, it could be that some people are, are, are genuinely not just worried about work or business. It, it could be outside of things. Um, coming from a family member. Um, you know, things like that, it's really important for, for leaders to, to understand and, and be sympathetic about, um, and, and, you know, coming to terms um, virtually in a sense um, is really also important for, for keeping things together. Yeah, that's this difficult balance on being focused on the business goals, but really caring about the well-being of each in each team member, each member of uh, of the team. And this balance is is difficult, and uh, and but we need we need to be able as leaders to to go through it. So to to keep the team focused on on the business, uh, but at the same time. Uh, letting them know that we are there from them and we care uh, if they are okay or, or not okay and and we are there to help them also um, to to come back uh, as soon as possible and even stronger so we we we, we came to to the end of the show with uh, one of our favorite questions uh, so if you would have the opportunity to meet Alex uh, when you were joining uh, the page group China, uh, 10 plus years ago, what advice would you offer to your younger self? Um, yeah, I would, I would say um, definitely um, for, 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 for every challenge ahead, um, look, look at the brighter side. Um, and uh, having, having a right mindset um, and, and getting a, a, uh, getting a good coach um, early in, in your career is, is really important. Um, and um, in, in a lot of the, the, the commercial and, and business things, um, you know, no, nobody um, will have a definite answer. Um, and I think for, for a lot of young um, individuals who just got into work would expect somebody to teach them and give them the answers. Um, the reality is in, in, in commercial world, um, whichever choice that you take uh, when you come to a crossroad, um, there, there isn't a, a perfect solution. Um, the reality is that you really thought things through and, and um, you know, execution and, and giving it 200% um, is probably more important than, than having the perfect plan. Awesome. Alex, thanks so much for making the time. We really appreciate to have you uh, on the show. Thank you, Mike. And to our community, thanks for being on that side. We keep committed uh, and uh, enthusiastic about bringing you the best of the best so you can scale up during this uh, pandemic crisis or if you are suffering uh, a bit to be even better equipped to navigate wartime and be ready to scale up again as soon uh, as the crisis uh, ends. So stay healthy and keep scaling.